Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your fly-by-night asshole, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am, John Wayne. I am coming to you from my neon palace of sin in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, where I now reside. Uh, out from the, the Wayne Manor is, is long gone. It's, it's in the past. It's in the rear view. I am here. This is, uh, if you, uh, welcome, first of all, thank you guys for joining me at the show. If you listened uh, last week, you know, we kind of check, checked in um, just to kind of let you guys know I was moving and all that kind of stuff was happening. So it was a, a little episode just to check in and let you guys know what was going on. Um, <clears throat> but now I'm here. I moved in. I am fully ready to uh, come at you hard, like I do, and like I like, and like you like it, I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, guys, it's been what a, a whirlwind of a couple of weeks here. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on with me, but I'm here in my uh, neon palace of sin. I've got a big heaping, a, a heaping, heaping cup, if you will, of black coffee in my Drink Coffee Hail Satan mug, and I am smoking um, some very fine, fine marijuana, uh, of course, Grandpappy's Medicine, out of uh, a little glass bong that I got for free, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you, I'm smoking some purple cough, my friends, yeah, that's right, purple cough, uh, I bought it at my local dispensary, and wow, what a time, um, yeah, so... We'll talk about that in a second, but, uh, you know, here I am. I'm here with you guys. I'm back. Everything is back on track, and we are full speed ahead. Thank you guys for sticking with me. Thank you for um, all the support through my move and reaching out to me and everything. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Thank you. Uh, we are back. We're ready to go. So welcome to the show. Thank you guys for joining me once again. Special huge shouts out at the beginning of the show, top of the show, to my Patreon Folks, my Patreon supporters, thank you guys so, so much from the very absolute bottom of my heart, uh, soul, and whatever I have inside of me, guts and purple stuff. Um, it all thanks you, every ounce of it, for supporting me in this, uh, in this, my life, my journey, my, you know, all the travel is about to start again here, folks, in just a, a matter of weeks, um, you know, four weeks from now, travel starts for me, and then I'm gone for pretty much a lot of the time. So um, actually, and you can check that out. Go If you go to johnwayasdead.com to the shows page, you can see it's filling up pretty fast, guys. Uh, so more dates to be added, but more dates have been added because I added them this morning before I started recording. So check that out, please, and come see me on the road. More about that later. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so <clears throat> thank you to my Patreon supporters. Guys, if you'd like to, to, to help me out a little bit, you can go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead and check out my Patreon. I have uh, several tiers there that you can join and, and enjoy the benefits of those tiers, uh, the instant gratification ones and the ones that come every single month. Uh, plus, you guys get access to Every single one of my subscribers gets access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast that comes out every Wednesday on my Patreon. Guys, I know in in all of this rigmarole of, of moving and all of this kind of stuff, I, I, you know, I really, I had to, I fell off a little bit on that. I missed a couple of weeks because of just my studio was in transit, I was in transit, everything, you know how moving can be sometimes. So, uh, I promise you I'm coming back hard this week with I've already got new interviews done, uh, great shows lined up, more interviews lined up that are going to be awesome, and I'm going to throw some extras on this week um, and next week on the Patreon wall so that everybody who's a subscriber gets these extras as well. So if you'd like to check it out, you want to throw your old Uncle Johnny here a couple bucks, hey, check out patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And even for $1 a month, you join the $1 beer club, you get the podcast every month for free and you throw a little change in my, in my pocket, keep me going down the road. And I certainly surely do appreciate it. And I, I appreciate all support uh, just listening to the podcast uh, buoys my spirits. Thank you guys so much. So Shouts out to them and my Patreon folks. Guys, The Cadillac Man, my new novel, it is uh, going strong still out for like just two months now. And um, I finally, like I said last week, went out all of the, uh, not all of them, but a lot of the, the copies that people ordered for signed copies from my website, which I finally got in. And I still have a few more uh, before I hit the road and get all that inventory together. So if you want to get one uh, before they're gone from the website for a while, go to johnways.com. John Wayne is dot John Wayne is dead dot com on the shop page. They are uh, it's right at the top signed copies of the Cadillac man, my new novel uh, from death's head press. And thank you to all of you who've already picked it up and, sh and are, and are 
checking it out or have checked it out or waiting for it to come in the mail, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to, uh, you know, if you have a chance, shoot on over and give a, give a review for the book at Amazon or Goodreads. Really helps me out a lot uh, and just trying to, you know, really get this one out there with the hard push. I thank you guys so, so much. So, <clears throat> so I live in Las Vegas now, downtown, like I said. Very, very fucking cool. Uh, I very much love it here. It's, it is, uh, as many people have said that I've talked to about moving here, uh, have said, you know, that they think this is more of my vibe, uh, this city. And I have to agree. It is uh, very much uh, a good vibe with me. Now, uh, one thing, you know, you guys know in Nevada, it, marijuana is legal, like we talked about. We've talked about that before. You know, every morning, or, you know, every every morning, yes. But every morning there's a marijuana tree growing out of my four-foot bed. Uh, there is weed, you know, weed stores all over the place. So I've been I've been going, you know, going to a couple different dispensaries here, trying to, you know, find the local sampling the local fare, if you will, and 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 looking for, you know, just going to different ones, and you, know, they they offer different. See, here's what's cool about this: it's like a, it's like Starbucks where they get your your gold card or something. You earn points. Like all of these dispensaries, you like join their their club, their whatever, and it's like you get certain deals on this day, or you earn a free this if you buy that. All kinds of crazy shit where it's just like I feel like a white like a white woman on pumpkin spice day and shit, like a basic white lady, just like, wow, I got my gold card from my weed now. Um, so all of that is very exciting. Uh, one of the places we went to, um, that, uh, the lovely Scarlett took me to was called Oasis. And, uh, it was very, very cool dispensary, got some stuff there. And while we were, you know, being helped by the bud tender and they were getting our the woman was getting our stuff. She said, hold on, I think we have a deal on some bongs right now. And she went to the back and they was going to come back. I'm like, well, I don't really want to buy a bong right now. I have, you know, stuff. And she comes out three of these little glass bongs about, you know, seven inches, maybe six inches, very thin, and uh, says, pick one. They're free. I'm like, what? Excuse me? Um, excuse me? She said, they're free. So I picked a nice little green guy here. He's got green stripes, green and gold racing stripes on him. And boy, what a time we've had together already. Uh, yeah, just free bong. And guess what? Local discount, folks. Local discount. You have a, your Nevada driver's license. You get like eight, like 15% off or something crazy like that. Some weird percent off. Uh, it depends from, you know, I get, it varies from shop to shop. But man, needless to say, I am very excited uh, about all of this because it's easy. It's like, man, you, you know, not that it was ever, ever, ever difficult for me to get weed in Houston, Dirty Third, Third Coast, shouts out, uh, you know, but but you do have to, sometimes I would, you know, press it, you know, a little, little, cut it a little close, and you call the guy or girl, whoever, and maybe they can't meet, you know, they can't drop it off until five o'clock that night. Well, it's 8 a.m., and you are already out of weed, and you want some, so like, you know, and it's not a big deal, like I said, it's easy to get anywhere pretty much, but to, to have the, it's like the, at the tip of my fingers, the convenience is uh, amazing, and um, I'm very excited. I'm sure it'll be, you know, blah, blah, like anything else after a while. I hope not. I'm, I'm going to say excited about it, but I definitely am excited um, about that, and, and then like one of the things one of my buddies was talking to me about uh, the Monsignor, shouts out Monsignor, uh, at, we, we were like, well, you know, he said it, it, that I guess he read something or I don't know. He's a very smart person. Uh, he's a Monsignor for Christ's sake. Uh, that, you know, when like it's it's available like that, like all the time, like say your, your weed or whatever, it's everywhere. You'll either like that people tend to smoke less because it's more readily available or something like that. And he said, well, but not everyone. So I guess we'll see with you. You probably smoke more. I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, it's definitely, um, I'm definitely like a, in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory as far as going to all the dispensaries uh, is concerned still, even though I've been to my fair share, you know, quite a bit. Um, but I'm getting used to uh, it being nice and legal here and we're readily available and all Flavors and colors of the rainbow. Oh, lassie, lassie, no. Uh, I love it. I love it, for the record. So, uh, yeah, so I've been here, been settling in, like I said, here in my new place, uh, getting getting used to the digs, getting uh, the lay of the land and just getting back into routine, back in, on my schedule, uh, doing my thing. I'm getting a lot of uh, writing done. I'm getting um, on, on this new work in progress, which is coming along quite, quite well. Uh, I am in the 
currently revising and editing my short story collection, um, tentatively titled The Black Drape, to be released sometime this year. And uh, yeah, I'm just working away. I've got a lot of irons in the fire, like I said, adding dates, getting ready to travel, ready to hit the road. Lots of work going on behind the scenes here at the old, uh, uh, you know, neon compound of sin and whatever I called this place. So um, the neon sin palace or neon palace of sin, which one sounds better? Neon sin palace, I think. Yeah, I like that one. That was better. Neon sin palace. So um, yeah, other than that, you know, I've been working hard doing that kind of stuff. Getting ready uh, to get back on the road, getting into my routine, having, you know, like I said, getting more interviews lined up for Awesome Dude podcasts. Um, and then when I get on the road, I'll be able to start grabbing a lot more uh, new people that I'll meet or, or people that uh, returning guests, hopefully I'll have um, on the road back on that show. Um, and <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very happy, I have to say. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling uh, happier than I have in a while, and it's, it's quite good. So, that being said, um, trying to think. Oh, guys, guess what? I finished the tarot deck. It's done. It's done. I know a couple weeks back, I was like, yeah, I got one card. I'm going to finish it today. Uh, but I had to do that and do, fix some other things, and then I had to design the back of the cards. So all of that is done. It's done, done, done. Now we'll see moving forward when, where, how, and how many, what's going to happen with this deck. But it's been... Uh, I've been working. I really didn't realize it until one of my the memory things popped up on my uh, Instagram or Facebook or something, and like from from a year ago. And I was starting the deck. I was working on the deck, and I was like, "Man, I've been working on this thing for just a little over a year." And um, not that it should have taken me that long, but like I said, when I'm you know have a hundred other things going on, I'm traveling and I'm writing and all this. I I have to kind of parse this out, you know, when I when I can. And I, I did and it's done. I feel really good about it and I'm excited for it to come out. I'm excited for uh people to check it out and all the people who've been waiting for it. Thank you guys. Uh it's 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 a coming out soon. So um other than that, I think like uh we'll just move right on. I mean moving right along guys. I I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to have the show back up and going uh on track and uh I think, um, you know, we should just move right on into our three-card tarot reading of the day. Now, as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show. Just kind of write down my thoughts, kind of, you know, meditate on them, think about what's going on, you know, with me or what's been on my mind. And then I look at the, uh, you know, kind of look at it again, get a fresh perspective or look at it from a different angle via the perspective of or the, the, the kind of, uh, what am I trying to say? Prism of the cards is what I like to say. So, so this week, you know, of course, I'm, you know, thinking my mind's, you know, of course, going a million miles a minute trying to get settled and stuff like that but it you know on my mind now is just like settle you know peace kind of calm balance like always even though balance is always something you're always working on um it's it's nice to get things sorted out for a while uh and that being said it's just uh, i've just kind of been on my mind is just uh planning goals, you know, uh, decision making, all of those things that I, you know, they've all been on my list before, but now it's like, I'm looking down, you know, like Cade Breed said, I'm looking down the barrel of, you know, today or whatever. Uh, so I'm just getting very, uh, you know, this is going to be a big year for me. This is going to be a good year. I'm already like manifesting it or whatever, but I'm, I'm planning and I'm going to fucking murder this year. Uh, so that all of that stuff is on my mind right now. And that is what I was uh, writing down. So um, let me just get right into it here. So uh, let me get a little drink of this black coffee boy. <laughs> Love it. So first card that we get today, Knight of Swords, and this is upright, the upright um, position. Um, so <clears throat> like we know, swords are our intellect and knights, all the knight cards, you know, that's activity. They are, they are in motion. They are, um, they're action oriented, right? So that of course is no exception with this card. So we know swords, you know, that that's our intellect. And this knight is basically you're, you're right now at this moment, super extremely motivated in your mind and action 
oriented. You're ready to take action on something. You've got this, this idea has come through, this thing has happened, you are ready to boom, go. You're ambitious, you're all about the action, but you're thinking about it, you're thinking about things to kind of move forward, you're, you're ready, you're just ready to make things happen. Now, the thing that about this night is you're you're chomping at the bit, right? And you're ready to take action and you're you, you think you're thinking, but you're not really planning ahead as much as maybe you would have at, with something else or have in the past. And 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 we so we have to be careful because you can jump too fast with this this night is like this all this energy is happening in you right now. You're very very motivated to go forward, very motivated to to just grab, you know, whatever this next thing is by the balls and go and because you're so hyped and anxious we there's a tendency to to kind of plow forward without the right amount of planning or maybe um you know you're putting I'll plan when I get there whatever but it's it's there's going to be you know <clears throat> that could cause some some delays or uh, you know, definitely unwanted delays or other obstacles that you could Avoid by just taking a second, just taking a second. However, with this, you know, this card is also saying, you know, we need to be assertive. Use this energy, you know, as I've said before with these cards, it's all like in this moment right now, right? This isn't like your forever fucking thing. You know, this is just like right now in this moment, it could be a day, could be all week, it could be two days, could be 10 minutes, but this is what's going on right now in that moment. And while you have this energy, uh, uh, this motivation, we need to be assertive and, and just get what we want. Like, make the first move. Don't hang back and wait to see what happens. We're, the key word here is active. We want to actively be doing everything, actively pursuing, you know, actively listening, actively making the choices without, you know, uh, being proactive, basically. So, uh, and another thing like that I like about with this card, this card says, and... Uh, uh, you know, all that, but, um, do, 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 I lost my, okay, so one thing I like about this card is it does say, uh, to see yourself as the creator of our future, of your own future, which I know that's a Blackcraft cult, uh, you know, um, saying create your own future, and that's great, I own a lot of their clothes, and that's a great thing, but it is true, we, we, we need to see ourselves as the architect of our own existence, you know, we are, we are, we're creating it. We're making it. We're, we, we need to take the steps and be ready to take the steps to k- continue to create what our path is. So, like I said, all of this, we've got this great energy. We're, we're, we're thinking with our, you know, we're using our, our mind basically to propel ourselves forward to look at this uh, problem or this new opportunity. And you're thinking about it. We're driven. We're ready to go ahead. But we have to be careful that we don't cause ourselves uh, setbacks because we've, you know, launched ahead far too quickly without thinking. Because you think about, like I said, we're just so motivated, we're so driven. The last thing that we want to do is get tripped up. So let's not trip ourselves up, right? So next card, the devil. The devil. Okay. So guys, devil is awesome. The devil, this is uh, also in the upright position, so I know you see this card sometimes and you're like, oh no, the devil, but uh, um, so, so the devil is right side, sorry, my phone's going off, guys, I don't know, uh, everything's fine, but when the devil comes up, it's just showing that, you know, we may be kind of keeping ourselves back from being the best we can be. Um, we're, we're allow maybe it may be allowing some of the negative things that we engage into, uh, set us back, right? Like dependencies, habits, whatever behaviors, thought processes is all those kind of things that we kind of get trapped in sometimes. Um, so when this comes up, it, it's kind of saying like, this is just saying like, Hey man, the way I look at this, it's like a check, right? Check yourself, right, with with what you're doing. You know, you're going on your thing, you're doing your stuff, but this, you know, your shadow self has kind of been, you know, more in the driver's seat maybe than necessary. So 
uh, we need to take a look at these things. We need to re- maybe release uh, certain thought processes that would may be holding us back. We need to, uh, you know, maybe think about uh, activities we're engaging in and the amount of, you know, amount of times we're engaging them or whatever as far as like substances, things like that. It, it's like the the devil card comes up to kind of, in my view, bring this to the surface for you, bring some awareness of these things to you. So you, it's like, hey man, take a look at this. Take a look at this. Let's balance this out. Let's let's weigh this out a little bit. You you know we've got you know we've got the Knight of Swords right now. We've got all this energy. We've got all this ambition. We are plowing forward to to seize the day of this new year of travel, whatever it is. I'm not you know I'm talking about myself, the royal you, all of us. Um, so it's uh, so you know it's just kind of like a hey, check it out. Look! Look at these things. Shine a light, kind of, on the negative things that were or, or the perceived negative things, and just kind of, you know, clean some stuff up a little bit, change some things around. You know, maybe tone down some things, balance out some other things, and just look at it to make sure again that you are not going to be in your own way moving forward. We don't. We have we have so many so many things in our way. So many people and and things trying to already stop us the last thing we need to do is be in our own way so the devil card is like checking us a little bit just just look at these things look at the shadow self stuff that we've got look at this darker side of us and let's kind of make sure that we're not going to um engage in anything of we're, we're not going to ride this devil uh to detriment uh into the detriment of ourselves um you know so that's that's what that's saying i i and in that, and then moving along to our last card, Knight of Cups. So the Knight of Cups is, you know, again, so we got another knight. So we've got action, right? But this isn't the same kind of action that the Knight of Swords is taking. Cups, um, you know, we know is our emotions, right? And with the Knight of Cups, this is like he's like the romantic of the deck, you know. He is a, you know, he's a lover. He's a creator. He's kind, caring. This is someone who's you know, uh, you know, appreciative, inspired by things that they're experiencing, uh, maybe wear their emotions on their, you know, out, outwardly show their emotions a lot. Um, and just is someone that is, is very much full of love they're giving right now. Um, and, and just loving to love the things they love. Again, this is in the moment, guys. This is a moment you're experiencing. We don't. This doesn't necessarily feel mean that you you are always going to feel like the Knight of Cups, just writing love poems and fucking shit. No, it's just this moment. But we're experiencing. So when I look at this, you know, with this reading so far, this knight is kind of going to strike a balance between our other knight, right? This knight of swords that's plowing forward, not thinking too much, just ready to take action. You know, and then on the opposite side of this, we have the the Knight of Cups that's more feeling than they are going to think about things and take it maybe a little bit slower because this, like I said, this night is about action, but through creativeness, through the moving forward uh, to make a project a, a reality. But the pl- there's planning here. They're using more intuition, more... Uh, maybe magical realism or whatever, if you will, to within this project or this opportunity. Whereas none of these things will be the Knight of the Swords is is more like go go go. We're gonna fucking do it. Uh, so I, I really think this is striking a good balance. These two cards because it's telling us, you know, this is the you know we're we're getting the action. We have this. We're ready to go. Watch ourselves that we're not going to stand in our way or because by not planning, we plunge ahead and we maybe make a misstep or, or we have to backtrack, whatever. It's kind of looking at that and then we get the devil checking us on like, hey, man, make sure you got all this shit in line before you go out again or before, you know, you take on this opportunity or this thing. And then, you know, the Knight of Cups is like, OK, so once we've got that all together, let's let's get back to our intuition. Let's let that flow. Let's plan some and let's kind of go back to what's always worked as far as for me like you know your your imagination trusting that and kind of shooting from the hip on that maybe um uh or or not shooting from the hip on that but going back to that part of yourself I guess 
um, that part of that passion, you know, tapping back into that and making sure that's balancing out this intellect that you're also using to move forward as well. So anyway, that's our reading for today. That was good. I got a lot out of that. I, uh, I hope you did as well. And uh, I do thank you for indulging me there. Uh, so like I said earlier, um, <clears throat> on my Patreon at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, I have uh, another podcast called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast in um, uh, in which I speak to, uh, you know, other authors, musicians, artists of all kind, actors, uh, comedians, all kinds of people that I meet all over the, all over the, the world even. And uh, we have great conversations. And um, I've been kind of, you know, doing this, you know, to, to kind of tease a little bit uh, throughout the shows. And I'm going to do it again uh, right now. I am going to uh, play a little little bit that I've taken out of uh, the show coming up this week um, to let you all listen to and kind of get to uh, give you a little taste. And if you like it, you know, maybe you, you check out my guests, see what they're all about. And then you go on over to the Patreon and you, you join a tier and you can listen to the, the whole show plus all the 95 plus back episodes that are on the the uh, wall as well. So this week, uh, I like I said, I've got a bunch of interviews lined up and, and conversations. And uh, this week with, you know, the Splatterpunk Award nominations uh, are closing um Today, as I'm recording this today on Sunday, the the 16th. So tomorrow, uh, when this comes out on Monday, they I don't know, I don't know if they announced the the ballot by then. But because of that, I, I did want to talk to a, a Splatterpunk winner and good friend of mine, author uh, uh, Wesley Southerd, who has won two Splatterpunks in the last two years. We talked about a three peat. We talk about music. We talk about all kinds of stuff like we do. So uh, here's a little taste of myself and Wes Southerd. Chewing the fat. <clears throat> um, so we, uh, you know, we are gathered here today to uh, express our union of love. No, um, you got a lot of stuff going on. I wanted to check in with you and, and say that all the family stuff is very cool. Um, but uh, we're we are talking, you know, that the Splatterpunk Awards are coming up. Uh, it's Splatterpunk Awards season. Oh, the punks are out t- tonight. Um <laughs> And uh, we're in the nomination process still at the at the recording of this. This this should yes. I think this was going to come out either next next week. So it'll be out soon. Um, and uh, you know you you've won the last two years in a row. You've picked up one right for yeah. uh, you know best novella or novella right? yeah and, novella two years ago and then short story last year. Yeah. So I mean, what you know, what the people out there, what all the Westheads want to know is, uh, you know, are we? Can we expect a three peat this year? You think? Uh, man, do, I'm. I'm. Do hoping, we have I'm the hoping. defense? Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm hoping for the natural hat trick this year, man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what my plan is. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's 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 very gratifying to win one, but it's not something like I would expect every year. I think I've been very fortunate the last two years, but it's not something I'm going to like go, well, shit, I expect to win every year for now on. Like that would be ridiculous. There's yeah, so yeah, much talent. There's so much talent out there yeah. and there's so much, there's so many great books and, and storytellers. And I'm only, I, I would like to think I'm at least one of them out of, you know, a lot. So there, there's a lot of good stuff out there and there's a lot of stuff that I, you know, just discovered this this past year that I know is going to get nominated and and to have a very good chance of winning. And you know, I'm I'm rooting for everybody. You know, I, I'd love to win another one, but I'm not I'm not greedy about it. I it, it is what it is. I, I just want to see everybody win. You know, whoever wins, everybody wins. It's it's good for it's good for that particular subgenre to get uh, notice for once. Yeah. You know, that's why I love the fact that these awards exist. Yeah, and just uh, for anybody that's listening who doesn't know, the Splatterpunk Awards um, honor uh, extreme horror. Yeah, the Splatterpunk uh, and extreme horror. Yes. Um, So that's like best novel, best novella, collection, short story, whatever. Yeah, and anthology. Anthology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so anybody can nominate, and that's going on right now. And uh, then we'll see, I guess, uh, the – the nominees come out and I forget, do we vote on those two or do the judges just, um, so right now it's open for the public until January 16th, which is this Sunday, which I guess after this, it'll be after this episode comes out. Um, but yeah, uh, whoever 
wants to send an email into the email. I, I think it's splatterpunkawards at gmail.com, I believe. Um, you send in your recommendations or who you would nominate for whoever, you know, uh, under each one of those categories. And then they get tallied up uh, by the committee. And then whoever gets the most, I guess, the most uh, most votes or whatever ends up making it in the top. Uh, I can't remember if it's like the top six or seven, I think, maybe six or something. And then that's what that's what goes to the final ballot. And then they have a committee of five, six people, I think, at least five people, I believe, that are the judges that – their job is to go through and read everything, and then they end up doing their voting, and then that's that's how the winner is chosen at KillerCon every year. That's another thing: is it, it, are we are we to expect a an alive KillerCon this year? Is it will it be virtual, the big virtual hand job again? Uh, what are we what are we talking here? I don't know, man. Um, I'm not going to be able to make it this year, unfortunately. Even if there is a live one. Uh, I just, I just can't, I, I've, I've had, to, I have to cut down my travel time for book conventions and stuff this year. Um, uh-huh. obviously, cause I have a child now I'll, I'll probably end up doing a decent amount, but they're going to be more localized. And I'm only actually flying to like two shows this year. I'm flying to North Carolina next month. And then in April to Nashville, uh, for full moon tattoo and horror festival. And that's really it. Every other show I'm doing is going to be drivable within you know, my area. So I just, I, I just, I can't do what I did last year. Last year was great. I loved it. I had a blast, but I, I can't be gone three weekends a month for now on, you know, I got a child now that I want to spend time with and a wife and, and we want to go do family stuff together. So, but, um, right. yeah, I just, I can't do, I can't make it to killer con this year. Well, unfortunately, if it <clears throat> is in person, when, when is when it was it supposed to be? Um, August or something? it's always August. It's usually like mid August, mid to oh. early August. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I hope they set a date, uh, a firm date soon. Cause my calendars, my dance card is filling up. So yeah, they've, they've kind of, they've, RAS kind of pushed the, pushed the, the time frame a little too tightly, uh, the last couple of years. And then it just seems like last second, he's like, all right, we're doing this virtually now. It's just, yeah, that's the kind of stuff they need to they need to let people know like months and months ahead of time because, like you said, people got to put in for vacation time and get it on their schedule. And yeah, that's a time when like a lot of conventions are going on at that very same time. So yeah, people need yeah. to be able to get stuff going. Yeah, summer, summer, summertime. There's a lot of conventions for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but that's I guess we'll see. So uh, we have no idea. But then yeah, so I'm uh, I'm happy about that. I know. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll know uh, just about everybody nominated at least, or or there'll be you know some new faces. I hope to see and know everybody. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, I can't even speculate really, and I don't want to either. Be like, well, I bet this one will win. I I know I've read a bunch <laughs> of good books this year, uh, as you have as well as everyone yeah. um, in the community out there has. So you know, we'll see what everyone decides when the red carpet. Dude, I wish you got we walked the red carpet. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Triana would walk it like we he's he and Bear in a matching like you know former formal gown or some shit like that. Oh, that would sure. be that would be beautiful. They'd yeah. both be wearing like Carhartt jackets together or something. Modeling today. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um shouts out Chris. He doesn't even he doesn't on the Patreon, so fuck him. No. Uh no. <laughs> I love you, dude. Um so yeah, so that's coming up, but uh, yeah, but we're, when do we see each other this year? Do we see each other? Uh, we're both next at month. Mad Monster next month. Yep. Yeah, next month. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we'll. I'll see you at Mad Monster. I'll see you at AuthorCon. I'll see you in Nashville, mm. and then at Scares again in July, and yeah. then after that, I don't know. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so at cool. least four times. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Um. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, man. It's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. I feel like um I mean shit, I, they just they just announced all those extra people for for North Carolina today and they what they have? They had like four people from 
Revenge of the Nerds From that are going to be there. You like, did that rocks. send me like, a very excited, ogre. Like, very excited be there. Like, text. That rocks. <laughs> You're very excited to tell me that the nerds were there. Hell and, yeah, uh, I love that movie. And first, I read it and I just saw kind of like the picture of the announcement. I didn't see it, and I, you just it, you texted fucking nerds. And I was like, I was like, who are these nerds he's talking about? And then I looked, I was like, oh, fucking nerds. Hell I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. That, that'll that be fun. I like that. Can you, you didn't go to Mad Monster last year, did you? No, no. This is the first time I've done Mad Monster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great, dude. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, it's supposed you know, to be the, me and uh, Wiley Young at a table. So we'll see, dude. I don't know if he even we'll exists. Every I, know, time he, I know. Every time he's supposed to come out, it's like, you know, the bat signal flies up and know. You know, he's gone. I've, I've we'll been see. text. I, I text him every day and, and I, he still needs to get his plane ticket. He still has got to get his plane ticket. Well, he better get on the stick, dude. I know. Um, that's cool. But the, also there, like, you know, um, scares of the care has a booth there. Usually, yeah, you know, Joe, the, Joe will be there. Joe will be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be fun, dude. I like that. That was also where Roy was last year. I haven't looked at the, <laughs> I, I forget to, I, I forget, like, I like to surprise myself to see who's there. Yeah. Um, but Roy was there and, uh, it was a really great time in my life. Let me see. I remember. I got the list. I got the list. Oh, you're here. pulling it up. Pull it up live. So James, Jude, Courtney, don't care. Cheryl and Finn, uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. Kane Hodder, the two guys from Terrifier. Okay, whatever. Robert Patrick, which is awesome. The T-1000. Uh, yeah. Mark Patton and Robert Russler from uh, Nightmare 2 and Corey Taylor. And then, and then Nev Campbell just got added today, and the, the oh four Nev guys. Campbell's gonna be there Nev, in North yep, Carolina. Yep. Oh, that's fucking rad. And then, been, uh, and then the four guys from Revenge of the Nerds. I've been watching like uh, the Scream movies to get hyped up for the like in in real time. The new Scream movie comes out this week. Yeah, are you really that excited about it? Fuck yeah, dude! I like Scream. What's I, wrong with Scream? No, 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 it's fine. I just that's a series I just never was a big fan of. I I I like the first one fine. Uh, I remember yep. seeing it in the theater with my mom actually years ago when it first came out. But I just that's that series I just never. Dude, weird. That's who I saw of. it with too. With my mom? Yeah, we went. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> no, I saw that a brother, couple times. Brother, brother, brothers, brothers? <laughs> secret, secret lover. Um, <laughs> That's that's why I bet you I had to go meet your dad and uncle in um, the room that night. Yeah, paternity. Chicago, I had yeah. to do it. We had all we had to do a paternity <laughs> test. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I like Scream. Um, I'm into it, so it's fun watching uh, watching them again. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for the new one. I think it's going to be cool. I just they, they I do love, it right. I love the trailer for the new one because uh, it's David Arquette calling up Nev Campbell and he's like, Sydney, it's happening again and i just yeah. want her to go ugh for the fifth time again uh, doesn't, isn't that what she says <laughs> probably it's probably what she's thinking yeah that's funny nev campbell will be there i hope that that do- doofy guy isn't there oh um, oh uh I forget his name yeah he seems to be doing it every show now i still do see dressing, him quite a bit still dressing up as doofy at the shows like it's not 2021 and that's not like insanely dated and <laughs> not very pc these possibly days. mildly offensive uh, yeah, a little people, bit but <clears throat> i do oh love, well. i do love the first two scary movies so much that first one is so classic god yeah. i watched it again recently for the first time in a few years and i was fucking bawling i was laughing so hard oh yeah those those uh those first couple are pretty funny yeah but then they got they they took the oh yeah when train the, Wayne, off the tracks when the wayne's <laughs> brothers left uh, it got real, real bad, real quick. Yeah. Um. Well, fuck. Yeah. So I'm stoked to see the Scream movies. But what was I saying? That what? Court? Did you say something about? Oh, David Arquette. Oh yeah, David Arquette. Oh Lord no, Lord. because Nev Campbell's gonna be there. That's oh yeah, right. yeah. So I guess that's uh, you know, we'll probably see. Uh, is Lillard gonna be there? No, not He's yet. Not at that one. Oh, he was not yet. Year. They. I mean, we're only like. 30 something days away from the show and they're still, still adding guests. They've been kind of slow about it. But then again, so is uh full moon has been like insanely slow at announcing people like yesterday. They just added, uh, Andrew Divoff to the show. Mm. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. The actor that played the Wishmaster. Oh dude. Andy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, oh, I Andy, I know Andy. <laughs> no, I only said no. Uh, when, no, I thought that's who you were talking about because I was in um, when we were in Chicago. Uh, yeah. When I was taking that paternity test, I was in the the weight room on like Sunday morning, and mm. uh, I was running on the treadmill, and all of the treadmills were broken in the room except for one, the one I was on, and there was one on the other side of the room. And that guy, uh, the Wishmaster dude came yeah. in. I was I was running, and he was like on a couple. He got off one and got off the other. He was trying to work it. And I saw him, you know, out of the corner of my eye, and I stopped, you know, and I kind of got off mine. I was like, hey, dude, sorry. Only this one works and that one, dude. These other ones are fucked up. I already tried them. He's like, oh, thanks so much, brother. And he <laughs> went over there. You know, he got on it. He's doing his workout. When I was done, I was leaving, and he was like, hey, thanks again for the help, man. And I was like, all right, cool, man. See ya. And then we're out on the floor and I was walking by uh, to go to some of my, my buddies that were on the corner there around that corner. And he was there and he's like, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, man. And I was like, oh, shit, what's up, dude? And he's like, <laughs> hey, thanks for the help on the treadmill today, man. I just wanted to say, hey, and, and my name is Andy. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Like, I was just like, where do you get your weed from? <laughs> <laughs> from you, Dante. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, there we go. That was myself and Wesley Southern. Check him out. Uh, check out his books and, um, you know, check out the uh, whole rest of that episode over at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, and we would certainly most appreciate that. So thank you guys uh, for that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, to another segment that we're just trying to keep it alive and keep it going. Guys, it's the Corey Hotline. You love it. You know it. You want it well. I love it too. Um, so, you know, with the Corey Hotline, guys, you can call any, any time to the Corey Hotline. Night, day, day, night, day man, nightmare. It doesn't matter. You call and, you know, you leave a message for me. On, and I will play it on the show. You can ask questions, comments, whatever it is. We'll play it on the show, and I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, uh, it it's, it's, it's the Corey Hotline, 832-930-1347. Is that right? Did I forget the Corey Hotline? Uh, no, it's uh, 832-930-1347. I was absolutely correct. Uh, so you can call that number, like I said, anytime, and leave a message for me. I'll play it on the show, absolutely, and discuss it. Any questions, comments, whatever you got, you know? So, 832-930-1347, the Corey Hotline, everyone. The Corey Hotline! Yeah! Oh, yeah, the Corey Hotline, everybody. That's right. You can call us, 832-930-1347. I'm happy to announce we have a call today. Uh, and let's go ahead and get in and listen to this right now. Hi, this is Lucas from South Florida. How's it going, man? Just wanted to wish you a happy holiday, happy new year, and give you one question for the Corey Hotline. So, seeing that you're really big into the tarot and all the occultism, Give me an example of when you've had some of that get kind of serious. When has it ever gotten scary? Like, have you ever had a moment where you play with a Ouija board and someone did something or said something or left something open they shouldn't have? Give us an example. I'd be curious. Thank you, man. Happy New Year. Bye. Awesome. Thank you, Lucas. Happy New Year to you, dude. Appreciate the call and the question, dude, very much. Um, so... Yes, I do. Yeah, you're right. I, I do the tarot readings like we just have on the on the show. And I usually do a card of the day, uh, you know, at least for myself uh, in the mornings and such like that. And yes, if, uh, you know, in the background of my stories and stuff like that, I do have like a, a Ouija board on my table and all kinds of I have my altar to death that I, I have set up and, and all that kind of stuff. So yes, I am into that. Uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm into it, but I'm also like, um, I'm not super woo-woo about it, I guess you could say. But like, so here's the thing. I have, I read a lot uh, about about all this stuff, right? I have several books on chaos magic that I've read. I've read a couple books on Ouija. Um, of course, I have several tarot books as well. Uh, but, you know, the hue are okay. So our minds are in tune to certain things. I believe our brains we're, we're so much more capable of things than we are aware of, or even uh, can fathom. I think sometimes, and we can be tuned to certain frequencies, right? And 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 everybody is. I 
think that when to me it's almost kind of like i have this philosophy behind like acid like when you do acid uh if you think you're gonna freak out well you already you sealed your fate of course you're gonna freak out you're already thinking about it you, you already have it in your head that you are going to freak out if you take acid right so i think what happens a lot of times with things like this is people get it into their heads that before they even sit down to, you know, do something or look at a Ouija board or if you're going to, you know, if you want to actually, you know, kind of do a play, quote unquote, with it um, or, you know, you think that you're going to get, you know, the tarot cards are going to curse you or whatever, like all that sifts, even though that has nothing to do with anything, you can kind of get yourself into that headspace and that mindset where no matter what happens, that's what's going to happen to you. You've already decided it, right? No matter what happens with, you know, the Ouija board or the cards, you're going to make up, your mind is already going to invent some weird, uh, some kind of a negative thing, some kind of a scary thing, some kind of a freak out, if you will, that you will definitely manifest for yourself. And that's not saying that 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 doesn't happen anyway. I'm just saying like, to me, I think that's the majority of things. Now, that being said, my Ouija board that I have is one of the originals. It's an antique. It's from the 50s. Um, I still even have the old box and shit like that. Uh, it's very old. So I like to think it's seasoned. Um, I've had it in my office forever. I keep it out. Um, you know, now, have I had anything scary or weird happen? <sighs> the answer, The answer is no, because I don't go into those things. I, plus, I, there's not a lot that's going to be scary or weird to me. I kind of want some scary, weird shit to happen, and it never does. Not in that sense. Now, I've, you know, been in my office, all the lights out, just candles, in nothing but my robe, tripping my balls off on mushrooms, so, like, I'm in the right place for everything. I have sun blaring on my stereo, which is a, you know, dirge kind of band. And if people don't know, it's like, just like tones, like bass tones. And I have my Ouija board and I'm like there and I'm messing, I'm like looking at the planchette and it's like floating above the board with like the, you know, there's like a vortex that's like the board is going down into. And I'm just like laughing and shit at this. And I know I'm just like, because the mushrooms, that's just kind of how I was seeing it. But man, I was like, if anything is going to happen, it's got to happen now. I'm everything else right. I'm in the right mind space. I'm naked. I got the, this fucking crazy music playing. I've got the candles, candles lit. And, uh, you know, we're all in the right, right thing. But no, I haven't. I haven't had anything that I would say scary, uh, crazy happen to me. Like I said, I, I also have read a bunch about it. I, I don't go into any of these things like, whoa, what does this do? You know, you've got to know, like, you know, to banish things and be in the right headspace for things if you're going to do that kind of stuff. So it, it's all, it's all like a relative, I guess, right? So for me, like I said, no freakouts, no crazy shit. But if something does happen, I certainly, you will be the first people I tell. Uh, Lucas, you first. But, um, yeah, but I do enjoy it, man. Maybe something will happen one day. That'd be great. But anyway, it hasn't yet. So, Lucas, thanks for the, the call, man. Thanks for the question. I appreciate you, dude. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you would like to be an awesome person like Lucas, you can. If you call the Corey Hotline, 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Leave a message for the show, the John Wayne Lied to You show, and uh, I will be happy to play it and, and dive into uh, what's going on with you and your questions. So that being said, I think it's time to move right on, on along into our story portion of the show. So um, this story involves, you know, I got, I got my hair did this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some of you, if, if you follow me on Instagram uh, and Facebook, I've already seen it. But, uh, you know, I've gone through, it made me think, I've gone through a lot of different, you know, hair variations and hairdos and such, and it just made me think of one. So, so this is, uh, you know, um, a tale from back in the day, one of my many different looks, if you will, uh, and, and we'll, we'll just say this, like, long, we'll call this one long hair, braid it there. So, like I said, 
Uh, I've had my, you know, I've done a lot of different, I've gone through a lot of hair variations in my, my life thus far, as, as many people have. There are some people who are kind of like the set it and forget it thing, and that's fine, where they're like, they get set on a haircut or hairstyle at a, at a certain point in their life, and they're like, I'm just going to ride this to the end, baby, and that's fine too. I, uh, I have gone through many, many changes. Now, most recently, just, just a few days ago this week, uh, I went platinum blonde, ladies and gentlemen. I am a platinum blonde girl uh, by uh, my good friend Brian, who is out here in Vegas and does hair. And uh, he specializes actually in doing blondes. And he even has a whole Instagram page called Brian's Blondes, soon to feature me. So uh, yeah, Uh, he, he blonded me this week, blonded me with fire and science. And uh, I feel um, really good about it. It looks, I think it looks cool. Uh, it looks great. And I'm having, uh, um, I'm definitely blondes have more fun. But no, um, you know, my hair actually has always been, I was born with blonde hair. My hair has always been light, you know, on the lighter side, even when it's all browned out, it's still light brown, uh, my natural color, I guess, or, or sandy blonde, if you will. So it's not like that's like a huge uh step or leap for me to take you know I've I've done things like I've dyed my hair black a couple times in the past and that um you know I while it's cool for a second like for me it just like eh, it just didn't suit me that well I didn't think and plus like man once black starts to to grow out and you have like light hair underneath it just looks stupid uh it's hard to you know and I don't want to upkeep it it was just a lot when I was younger it doesn't matter this, uh, yeah, but my hair now, it's platinum, it's all professionally done, and um, it looks great. Uh, also, my hair is pretty long. I've been growing out my hair uh, for, you know, the last couple of years now, I guess, and it's it's down past my shoulders now, and, uh, you know, long hair, don't care, but I have had uh, long hair in the past, and that um, is what I was going to talk about. I've grown my hair out and, and cut it off probably five times at least in my life, uh, I think. And uh, of course, one of the things that made me want to grow my hair long uh, was rock and roll, of course. You know, you uh, see that and you're like, ah, I want to get my hair long, you know, I want to grow my hair. So some of the, you know, back in the day, the bands that I really got into, I guess, particularly uh, like 17, 18, you know, and then going into college, you know, it was the rise of new metal, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I was swept up with the rest of everyone in, in this uh, great, uh, great musical uh, rebirth, if you will. Uh, some people disagree, but this is what was happening. Uh, and your hugest bands of the time were Korn, um, your Limp Bizkit, your uh, the, and everybody that kind of followed in their wake, I guess you could say. Um, and I was, of course, a huge fan of both of these bands and saw them, but I've seen them both many times. Corn, probably more than most. Like, uh, I've seen, I, I went and saw Corn a bunch of times back in the day, especially. Uh, but that being said, because I liked Corn so much, I even got like a seven string guitar, like a bunch of people did back then. But I uh, I grew I started growing my hair out specifically because I wanted to have like either the braids like head uh, head did or the 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 dreads like Monkey did. Those are the guitar players, Brian Head Welch and uh, James Monkey Schaefer, um, I believe. Yeah, and they're the two guitar players, and they had very distinct hairstyles. And then so you know you have the singer, you know Jonathan Davis, he's got dreads, and then you know Fieldy's got long ass braids it's they they just had cool hair at least i thought so and i wanted that kind of cool hair too so i started to grow out my hair in in my uh you know in uh my quest to corn it out if you will and so this you know this took place over a while it takes a little while to grow your hair uh, as we know but once it started to get long enough um i was then trying to figure out how i was going to do this so one of the things I tried uh, was, see, I had no concept of how anything worked. I, b- I barely still do. But, but like, so I looked at dreadlocks and thought that was just something that you could go to the, you know, the salon or whatever, and they just put dreads in, you dreadlock your hair, and that's it. And uh, so I, I uh, was asking, and like, you know, some people are like, well, you got to put, you know, you got to make the dreads with like hair the hair glue, you know, 
hair, you know, super hair stuff. And then, you know, get dirty and dirty them up. And then they have to grow in. I'm like, I don't know anything about all that. I'm going to go, I bought like the, the super heavy duty, like hair paste, like super heavy glue for your hair. Right. Um, and then my buddy, Aaron, uh, his girlfriend, Shannon, they would come over and like hang out with us, like, you know, a lot, like in our apartment in college. Uh, this is, you know, I guess I was 20 years old, 1920. And I would, I had her like, she, she, one time she was, she fucked up. She was one time, I guess she was high or something. She's like, I want to braid your hair. I was like, why? And she's like, just let me. So she like braided my hair some one night. And so I was like, well, Shannon's here. Maybe she can. I was like, Hey, do you want to dread my hair for me? As if like, that's something any girl can do. She's like, Oh, I guess like, yeah, I'll try, you know? So we sat there for a while with her just putting this glue in my hair and trying to like rub these dread, just, you know, section off the hair and rub dreads and shit. She's like, yeah, it's probably gonna have to sit and you can't wash it. It's gonna have to, and I was like, okay. And my, I, God, I'm so stupid. I was like, okay. So she did it all. My hair, I go look at it. My hair just looks like a big mess of tangled weirdness everywhere. Uh, there's no dreads. And she's like, yeah, I think, and I'm like thinking like, okay, it just needs to sit and, and set up, right? I'll wake up tomorrow and my hair will be dreads. I'll have dreads in my hair as if it's like a Christmas miracle. I'm going to have dreads in my hair. So that's exactly what I thought. This is not exaggeration. This is not hyperbole. I uh, then went to sleep. I mean, she spent a long ass time, like a, a, a couple hours fucking with my hair with this thing for whatever reason. And uh, I was like, okay, um, good night. And I wake. I will have dreads in the morning. No, no dreads. Woke up. My hair looked like nuts. Crazy. It was all hard and sticky. Still, there's so much of that shit in my hair. This glue, basically, in my hair. And I was like, what the fuck? This isn't dreads. And, you know, and I remember her saying, like, well, you can't wash it. You have to, it, they have to be dirty. And I was just looking at my head and my hair. I was like, I can't go, I can't go around like this. This is nuts. And like, I was like, put, a, I can't put a hat on this either. This is, this is not what dreads are, I don't think. So I immediately like got in the shower to wash my hair. Dude, it took so long to wash all of that shit out of my hair. It was, it was like a wash, rinse, repeat plus type of, it was definitely a lot of repeating. And even then when I got out, finally out of the shower, I was like, it still, I, it still had the residue and I couldn't get it all out. It took a little bit uh, of time. Um, but yeah. And then I think I saw her like later the next day, like after I did it, I was like, yeah, that didn't work. I had to wash it. She was like, yeah, I didn't think it would. I think dreads take a really long time to do. And in my mind, I'm like, why did you tell me that? And why did you even let, why did you let me talk you into doing this? <laughs> I have no idea. But, um, so I didn't get dreads, but what I did do later, I find like, you know, getting like a, a haircut. I, I, I didn't like have like a, regular like kind of hair stylist or anything at that time I'm like 19 20 years old right you know now I'm you know very particular and I have professionals work on my hair but like back then I'm like I don't know at home like I would just go to fucking whatever cuts and more or something whatever just cut my hair and let's go uh so there like in, when I was going to to at the same time period at, to college at Sam Houston State University eat them up cats me yow um there was a barber, there's like an on-campus barber shop that somebody told me about. Uh, I think I think one of my sweet mates, I mean, my roommate, I don't know. They're like, yeah, you can get your hair cut. Uh, you just have to go down to like, it was, you know, in the in the quad or wherever. I forget what it, you know, the rec center on campus, or whatever that had like all uh, little restaurants and ping pong tables and shit. They had uh, a barber shop. So I go in there, or, you know, and it's, I sign up and get a haircut one day and I'm just the, the woman that cuts my hair is very nice, you know, and like I, you know, struck up a conversation. We had a nice rapport. She was, you know, talked to me about playing music and all this kind of stuff. And so I was like uh, telling her that, you know, I I wanted to get my hair braided. I was thinking I was get my hair braided for the show coming up or something. And she was like, well, I could braid your hair. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, just bring me a picture of how you want it. And I'll braid it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I like, the reason I was doing this is because there was like a show coming up, right? Like a, we were, me, the Monsignor, a couple of people were going to see like one of those like big corn and Limp Bizkit and everybody else type of shows. And it's in Dallas, which is, you know, north of where we are in Huntsville at the time. And I go 
I make my appointment, whatever. I go back to see my lady and I bring like all these, you know, magazines to show her pictures of how I want, like my one of them to look like heads, like Brian Head Welch from Corn. And she's like, okay. And she's looking and she's looking at them. And then she just, she starts going and she bra- she's braiding my hair just like in braids. They're not even like, Basically, not, it looks nothing like the Brian Head Welch th- pictures, multiple pictures I brought her. And she braids, she did like this thing where she pulled back like kind of like the front of my hair, uh, like right in the center and did this kind of braid that was a little bit thicker than the other ones that was like almost like a devil lock. It just like kind of fell right down the middle of my head and I would just have to keep putting it back like or t- you know, throwing it to the side. And she did it all. Like, she did all that stuff. We sat there. And then when she was done, I was just like, oh, I looked at all of it, you know, because she's, like, spinning me around. And it looked nothing like any of the – like, it didn't even look close to the pictures at all. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is it. So I have my hair braided. So I'm walking around. And I actually dug, I, I liked it. I, I got it done other times after that, but, but better. Um, but the thing that even sucked about this was – I got that done. Like, I think, like, the show was going to be the next day we were going to leave. And we were going to leave after, like, I had an 8 o'clock class that I had to go to. Um, the Monsignor and my other roommate, they were, like, skipping. They, they weren't going to go to class that day because they were later. We were going to leave in the morning to head up to Dallas and hang out and go to the show. So the night before, you know, I get I get my hair braided. My buddies, the Monsignor and them, they go out. Uh you know, for a night on the town because it's like, ah, hey, we're gonna go to the thing tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. I get up early, go to my class. I am fucking jazzed to the gills. You know, I'm super hyped to go to the show. I've got my hair did. I've been jamming to the music, uh, you know, getting hyped up about it. I get up, you know, bounce out of bed that morning, go to class, spring in my step and shit. I'm all like, woo, you know, I get it's class is finally over. I race back to the apartment come in the door, I'm thinking, I'm wait, you know, expecting them to be sitting there waiting for me with their bags and shit. I walk in, like the TV is on and Monsignor is on the couch, just like crashed the fuck out. Other roommate is upstairs sleep. And I was like, what's a, what's going on? And, and Monsignor's like, huh? She's like all hung over and sleep. I was like, dude, what's up? Are we leaving or what? No. It's like, why? It's canceled. What's canceled? Show's canceled. I was like, what show? The, our show? The show we're going to is canceled? And he's like, yes. I was like, what? Why? Are you sure? Yeah. He's like, turns out his sister, who lived, was living up in Dallas, was going to go with us, called him that morning and said that they announced it, that the show was canceled that night because Fred Durst had sprained his ankle uh, at the show the day before, two days before or something, and couldn't perform. So the show was canceled and rescheduled. And man, was I crestfallen and even mad. I was like, what the fuck? Fuck this. Fuck that. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I was all, you know, mad and angsty about it, but nothing I could do. I mean, um, they didn't, they ended up, they did reschedule the show and we did go to the rescheduled date, but um, it was, it was such a letdown. And, you know, I had all my, my braids. I was ready. I was fucking ready. And then there was nothing. It was like a big sloppy jerk off with like a, at the end, it's not even satisfying, you know? So, I, like I said, I ended up getting my hair braided several times after that to, you know, even look more like I wanted it. But that particular time was just weird with that one braid she did right down the center, like, of my face. I was like, what is, what do you, do, do you know what, can you, are, can you see the pictures that I'm, <laughs> like, I didn't know. But it was fun, of course, we live and we learn tons of pictures out there, I'm sure, of me with braids and jinkos and all kinds of cool things that you can look up for me. But that was, uh, you know. Uh, one of the you know adventures of uh, my hair uh, styles at the time, all braided up and uh, nowhere to go. All right, hey, there we go. That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Lots of great, uh, great and funny hairstyles I have had over the years. I'll tell you what. Um, but hey, that's what makes the world go round. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode. Boy, do I sure appreciate you. Feels great to be here and uh, in my neon palace of sin here in 
downtown Las Vegas, getting situated very much, feeling great. Thank you guys for joining me. Please be sure to check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. If you'd like to join one of the tiers, check out the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and uh, help your old uncle Johnny out on the road this year. Lots of dates coming up. Go to John Wayne is dead.com. Check the shows page there for all of my dates. I think there's 17 weeks worth of dates up there right now. Uh, So check that out. And uh, if if I'm going to be in your city, come see me, hit me up. Let's hang. Let's party let's have a drink and a drink or a smoke or whatever uh but check it out also at johnmansdead.com that's the shop page you can get my books that are in stock there records t-shirts all kinds of great things and don't forget the cadillac man my new novel from death's head press is up there on the site right now and you can get a signed copy uh while they last so Thank you guys so, so much. I very much appreciate it. Be sure to follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and I will see you next time. (laughs) 